0: Welcome to Round Trip Death, the place where we give voice to people who have experienced death and return to talk about it, a place for answers to some of life's greatest questions and a place with questions you may never have even thought of. This podcast is fairly new and before we get started today, I'd just like to thank all those who have joined the family by listening and sharing with others. In just a short time we've been listened to by good people on four continents around the world and nearly every state in the union. By the way, if you know someone in the Dakotas or New Mexico, please share with them. We don't want anyone left out. And now, here's today's interview. We are here right now with Stacy Piedrahita. I hope I said that properly. How are you?
1: I'm doing great and great job. I'm impressed.
0: <laughs> good. We've talked a few times. It's good to finally see you face-to-face here. Yes. Um, give me a little bit of your background. I know you're an author and you have another podcast, which you can mention. Tell me a little bit about your background.
1: So I was a nurse for 27 years. Um, I was always, you know, an academic healer, teacher. Um, and uh Last year, I had a very dramatic near-death experience, and it changed the path that I was meant to go down, and it just um, aligned me to where I'm meant to be today in this moment. Um, So basically, everything that I thought I knew about life, I was absolutely 100% wrong. Um, And that's pretty much where we're at today. (laughs) Okay. Where do you want to start? (laughs)
0: Before I forget, this is your opportunity to give a shameless plug for your book.
1: Oh, yes. All right. Intuitive Speaking Her Truth, I have it. You can reach me through on Facebook. It's about 24 women that found the light in the darkest of places from all over the world. Um I'm author number 13 it became a bestseller in eight category, eight, eight countries in 22 categories in one in 24 hours. Um I'm also doing a couple podcasts um Unfiltered with Snowman and Ice Queen, we're melting the stigma on mental health, uh demystifying the mystical on another podcast. Um I gave up nursing, western medicine to start healing through energy and energy medicine and energy healing and that's how I healed myself. Um, So that's why I'm very passionate about coming forward with my story and just tell everyone what God has done in my life because it's been quite the roller coaster.
0: Well, congratulations. Go ahead and jump in. Tell us about what led up to your NDE and, and how it started.
1: So understand by being a nurse, I'm my own advocate. I know my body. I know what works for me and I know what doesn't work for me. And, um, Unfortunately, due to a lot of unresolved trauma that I had no idea about, my physical symptoms started manifesting in autoimmune disease. Um, I also had breast implants, which contributed to the illness in my body. I had toxins in my body from stress and trauma, you know, a lot of stuff. Well, I was misdiagnosed with lupus and rheumatoid arthritis, and I was put on Arava, which is an immunosuppressant, and it shut my body down last year where I required 24-7 care, Um, I was in a very, very bad place in life, not physically and and emotionally and spiritually. I was, I was like, God's got this. I'm okay. Um, but I didn't understand why everything was happening. And I was really, really sick. And the night of my NDE, I went into that day. My Facebook group had broken up. I was pretty sad. I was sad. I was hurting. Um, but I was very positive for some reason. I knew I was going to be okay. And. I went to bed that night and I said to my husband, if something happens to me, get my journals out. I'm, an, I'm a writer and my trauma comes out in my poetry. The written word is how I heal. And I didn't share it with anyone, but this was my own, my healing legacy, which I knew could help one person out there who I feel walked in my shoes, vice versa, you know. So I go to sleep that night. And I wake up around three in the morning and I thought it was a dream and it's 14 months later and it's, it was never a dream, it's, it was real. Um, I woke up to the most magnificent light, magnificent feeling of unconditional love that words to this day fail me because I cannot get them on paper. The only time I feel the emotions about that night come through is when I'm videotaping myself or when I'm speaking my truth about the night this happened the most beautiful light and the most amazing, unbelievable feeling. And in one moment I knew I was with God. I did not see him, but I knew in my heart of hearts that I was wherever you want to call it, the rainbow, you know, wherever I was, I was with God. Um, I asked him questions because I wanted to know why, why, why did I have to go through everything that I went through my entire life? Trauma, significant, nine years old, a little girl being left on her own. And he explained everything to me. Every question I ever asked him, he gave me the immediate answer. Um, He told me every person I should bring back into my life. And he said, love and forgiveness will heal you. And I did not believe him (laughs) because i was still questioning a lot. I'm very stubborn. That's everyone, everyone has the ability to feel what I'm feeling. I just needed the two by four in the huge wake up call to really feel this magnitude of love. So he told me that my shame is washed away, my pain washed away, and I would be healed. And I could talk for hours about everything that was said, but let's just say everything was wrapped up. I woke up, I shook my husband, and I said, I'm going to heal. And that was 14 months ago. And to this day, I'm off all meds. I'm happy, my inner child was released that night and i live a magical magical majestic life being in pain god took it all away and that's why i'm now confident saying i can speak my truth about god
0: that's awesome can you tell us anything about else about what you experienced when you were having this conversation with god peace in addition to the feelings was there anything that you saw or heard or
1: so understand after the the day, I, the next day, when I shook my husband, and I told him I would be healed. Um, I just thought it was a dream. So I I went back and I looked at my notes. And every day, I, I'm not the one who diagnosed the near death experience. I was just like, oh, I had a dream about God. That was awesome. Woohoo! I'm going to be healed. Um, but the magnitude of of what I felt that night. It was just it was just like, I can't explain it because it's like the most unconditional feeling of love that we all have in us. And I just felt that. I felt that pouring over me like a shower. And I teach meditations and I teach that feeling of peace coming over your head, unconditional love, love for myself that I've never felt in my entire life. And it's like, you want to heal the world. And I can't explain it because I've been a nurse for 27 years. We're superheroes. Every single nurse that chose that profession is a damn superhero. I just didn't realize I had wings until I hit rock bottom and God's like, get up. So it was magical. It was childlike. It was a fairy tale. It was, it was seeing the most beautiful butterfly and rainbow and unicorn that you've ever seen in your entire life, all wrapped into one magical little sparkly package. And that's what I have in my heart. So I call it my spark of God because I can't go around like this all the time. I feel like Oprah Winfrey, love, 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 love. You know, it's an amazing feeling, but it's peace, bliss, yeah. ecstasy.
0: How, how difficult was it when that night was over and you were back to reality?
1: Horrible. I call it 90 days in heaven because for 90 days I dedicated, you know, expanding my knowledge uplifting stories. I distanced myself from social media. I focused on me because that's what I was told to do. Because remember I was healing, I was really sick. So even though I woke up and I knew I would be healed, I still had the physical symptoms, you know? So every day was better and better. So when I was healed enough that I thought I could go back to work, big mistake. Because it was almost like I was smacked with a double two by four and I'm like, I don't wanna be in this world anymore. Take me back to where I was. I was miserable. So I got sick again and I had to leave work. And I got so lost in God's country. Nature is my church that I don't even recognize myself anymore. That's what God told me to do. And, and I did it. And that's what healed me. So when I went back to reality, I, I fell apart. And I kept falling apart because I didn't, know, I didn't know what was happening. Oh, Like I was telling you before, my therapist, there's no shame. I had significant trauma. She's the one that diagnosed the NDE. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, your ego died that night. And the minute she said that, that was like three weeks later. And I was like, you know what? Shit doesn't bother me anymore. And I started listening to more motivational speakers, Wayne Dyer, Joe Dispenza, Louise Hay. And I'm like, wow, I think she's right because stuff didn't bother me anymore. And then when I had my surgery, I had emergency surgery uh, a week and a half after my NDE. And that is when my implants were removed. My chakras were, that's energy healing. All the toxins were out of my body and I took my first full deep breath and I knew I had been remade. I was like, wow, that, whatever that is, is powerful. It's life-changing. And I wanted to keep it all to myself. <laughs> Because people ruin, ruin good things. I, I was happy. I was genuinely happy for the first time. And I understand it's a lot for people. So I had to distance myself until I was ready to speak about this because it's very controversial, you know, but I don't care. I don't care anymore.
0: So, what did, what did people say when you told them about it?
1: I lost the majority of my friends and family. They didn't believe me. They thought I fell off the deep wagon into Woo Wooville. I drank the Kool Aid and I joined a cult. Or, and I was a witch and I'm like, let's see, I'm spreading love, light and laughter. How is this bad? Can someone please tell me this? I wanna be the change, I want to see, how is this bad? And there was no support and they didn't understand and I had to, I had to, I had to get lost so deep that I had to shed the layers that God told me to shed. You know, he gave me a plan. I knew what I had to do moving forward to heal. He brought the right people. I just had to be patient and do it on his timing. There's nothing in my timing. It's all God's timing. I I had to heal organically in the right way. And I had to distance myself from toxic people because I'm, I'm the healer. I'm the fixer. I go into teaching mode to anyone that wants to talk to me. I never shut up because I was silenced for 45 years because I lived like, I didn't know my worth. I didn't know how good life is i was living i was about to die with a half lived life with my music still playing
0: what else can you tell us that you remember from your nde
1: one we're all one love each other there is no there is no black white there is there's nothing just love each other as you love yourself um and the people there is a huge awakening happening right now so many people are waking up they're shedding old layers and limiting beliefs And there's a huge paradigm shift happening. So these people are coming forward and these are the people that are being called. That's why so many people are waking up and feeling a lot of emotions because their own God, the own God that they connect with in their heart, whoever that may be, is telling them to let shit go and surrender. But their whole people are holding on to so much crap that no longer serves us. And God is like, let it go. And my God has a sense of humor. Again, this is my story. He thinks I'm hysterical. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like there's this show, God's Favorite Idiot. I'm like, I think this show is about me.
0: In that experience or since, what did you learn about your relationship with God?
1: He's inside of me. Like Carl Jung says, you know, the surest way to lose yourself is to believe in a God outside of your own soul. And I did that all my life. I went looking. So I went to every church, whoever would take me, I'd say, please take me. Someone please take me because I just want to feel that peace. It's inside of us. The minute I got lost in the woods, and after what, you know, God told me during my NDE, I started hearing and feeling and really processing everything. And we're all, we're all meant to feel this. So everyone who wants to heal, if you want to heal from your autoimmune disease, fibromyalgia, whatever crap these doctors, you know, diagnose you with, the answers are inside of you. And I did not know that until I had to walk through what I did. To help others walk through it. We're all one. And God lives in you. And that's very controversial.
0: (laughs) So what's your advice and direction for people?
1: Start loving yourself. Starts from within. Give yourself permission to heal. Connect with a God of your own understanding. Disconnect from social media. It's toxic. Disconnect from friends and family that no longer serve you. They're toxic. If your love and light is not matched... In this mutual way, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Because there's an energy exchange. And I didn't understand this. I didn't understand about energy healing until God explained why energy healing and explained to me how you could heal yourself. You know, the energy, you know, like attracts light. If your vibe is negative and you're just not worthy, you're not feeling good about yourself, you're going to attract those people that are like a sponge to you. Sponge is so nasty, full of germs, especially coming from a nursing perspective. I don't want that germ and nastiness. Disconnect. Disconnect. Ask for guidance because everything you need to heal is within you. He's asking us to go back to a time when life was just simpler. Put the technology away. Our brains are fried because of technology. Go out and play in the woods. Go play in the dirt. Go build a friggin' mud pie. Whatever you need to do that brings you back to a time in your life that you were happy. The sad part is no one remembers happy anymore. I didn't remember happy. I thought I was happy before my NDE. Oh, I was not happy because this is genuinely, this is happy that tomorrow my day gets screwed up. I'm still happy. The next day it gets screwed up. I'm still happy. The next day I fall apart, but I'm still happy. You connect with a God of your own understanding, whatever you want to call it. Look, I called mine Ralph until I realized it was God. (laughs) I was like, who the hell is Ralph and who's trying to connect with me? But I felt this unconditional love. And it was because I released my inner child. And I said, I went to have fun. I put my phone away. I stayed in the moment.
0: So what would you have to say to other people who have had NDEs and are afraid to talk about them?
1: Own your truth. Speaking your truth will set you free. You have to have to speak your truth, but get it out in other ways. Get it out in creativity. Get it out in poem. Get it out in dancing. Just get it out of your body because it will manifest in disease. If everyone actually connected with their inner child and asked him or her, what is it you want to do today? You tell me. All right. Spend one day playing with your inner child. You'll come back a different person. I guarantee that.
0: I couldn't agree more about the inner child concept and gratitude.
1: Everything changes everything.
0: Everything changes when we're grateful for what's going on around us.
1: Even the bad, the bad is when we notice, you know, the the darkest storms produce the most beautiful butterfly, uh, rainbows, butterflies, everything, because you grow so much in adversity. And that's when you, if you can notice the goodness in the good times, that's the damn secret. And the bad times, it still remains the good. You see what I'm saying? 90% 90% how we react, everything. If you could see the good in everything, and that's what gratitude taught me, and I've been implementing it for four years, four years. So I'm a damn pro with the gratitude stuff. I'm just like, thank you. Everything is thank you. Bad day, thank you. I'm still breathing. Thank you.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to wrap it up here, but is there any last thoughts that you want to tell people?
1: Find someone you really, really resonate with, and I think, I believe Tony Robbins says this as well, um, Find the person that you really, really resonate with that you admire, inspires you, and follow there in their footsteps. Because that person will change your life.
0: Okay, thank you, Stacy. Really appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you. This was awesome. I appreciate you.
0: If you've had a round trip death experience and would like to share it with us, we would love to hear from you. Send an email to me, Eric at roundtripdeath.com. And lastly, if you've found this program uplifting, if it's given you just a little more hope in the future, share it with a friend, rate us five stars, and be sure to visit roundtripdeath.com. Until then, I wish you everything good that you're looking for in this life and the next.